Hi and welcome to the Maiden Podcast. I'm Erica Jeffers and with me is Gail Connell. Today we're going to talk about feminism and how feminism impacts black women. Um, And to start off with, I kind of just wanted to do uh, a definition that I pulled from Google. The definition of feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of the equality of the sexes. And I agree that that is what feminism means to me. However, does that apply to black women? Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Well, that's the question, right? I mean, I think it's very well documented and I think lots of people are aware that the modern feminist umbrella is not particularly inclusive or sensitive to the needs that black women have specifically, right? And the cha- some of the challenges that are unique to us. And I think specifically in America, a large part of that is due to the contemporaneous nature of the civil rights movement and the modern feminist movement, right? They were happening at the same time and black women had to make a choice, right? I mean, in an ideal world, feminists, and by that I mean white feminists, would have realized that the the issue of civil rights is one that impacts everyone, right? If we're if we're fighting for equal rights for women, that means that we should be fighting for equal rights for all people of color, for immigrants, for people who are uh, disabled, the entire queer community, right? Modern feminists should have been looking at the bigger picture and thinking, well, you know, civil rights incorporates all of us, right? And so instead of necessarily separating out and not being supportive of the civil rights movement, as lots of white women were not, we should have all been able to come together at that point. But that's not what happened, right? So Black women were forced to choose whether they wanted to fight for civil rights or Mm. whether wanted to fight for women's rights, right? And for Black women, I think that choice was pretty obvious because you're not going to leave, you know, your, your men to, to die and suffer at the hands of white America to become a feminist, in, and I'm using air quotes for that, for a society that is going to disrespect you based on your race anyway, right? So it was kind of, it wasn't really a choice, but, but because also, of sorry, Gail, mm. to interrupt you, but no. just to add to that, right, is that even with the suffragette movement, they themselves were uh, they, there was a split amongst them because one half was very racist. I mean, I don't know if you can be very racist or you're just racist. I actually don't even think there's degrees of it. Um, they split because of their racist views towards black people so whilst the suffragettes were working towards getting equal rights for women they were very clear that that was only for white women so when people out there are celebrating the suffragettes just remember that please because they were only interested in white women's um rights not black women's rights and so therefore they were not fighting for us um when they were looking at the women issues but when we were fighting for 
civil rights where we black people are always fighting for everyone right right nobody wants right. to include us in their fight but we are right. always fighting for everyone else and that that in itself just speaks volumes to me in terms of um even though we might have been fighting for just what it seems to be civil rights we're also fighting for feminism as well within the black movement however i still do think there is a lot of misogyny in um some of these movements especially what i have witnessed when i look at my some of my work environments where i've been part of some of our um networks in relation to african caribbean experience at work and trying to promote create allies support the um, inclusion and diversity agenda that i've ex i've also found that there is misogyny within that whereas the hierarchy is the black male and the black female is on the side it's very in it's very interesting to watch and observe that's quite interesting right because i think one of the things that is not discussed and i feel probably should be discussed more is that do you feel that there is kind of this belief that black men are uh, more damaged or you know a more obvious have more obvious impact of um systemic racism than black women do you think that well, there is kind of that feeling yes i do think there is that feeling and i get really annoyed when i hear it because mm. i feel like uh, in some instances i feel like black women have got it on both ends right i always see it like this hierarchy in the Western civilization is white men, then you've got white women, then you have all other ethnicities, or maybe even black men, then you have all other ethnicities, black male, blah, 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 black women are on the bottom. And so if you are a black male, I feel like you can connect with that hierarchy, even though they may, may feel threatened by you based on the fact that you are of the same Right. They, you connect via the patriarchy, right? right? Even if you are not the same race. Right. Right. And, and I think coming from the corporate sphere, we, we saw that quite often. For sure. Right. For sure. Once a black man was accepted into the circle, then he was, he was pretty much one of the old boys. Right. And as long as he, he would adapt to the, to the corporate culture and he had yeah. his nice white or very light skin. Right. And so I think as long as the men present that image, then it's fine for people to accept them. Whereas the, re the reverse is not true. I, I know personally, as we spoke about during the, the career discussion, no matter how well spoken you are, how well you present yourself as a woman, it's still so much more difficult to be taken seriously. And then you have that whole attitude where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because if you're assertive and you present yourself as a strong woman then you're a bitch and you're difficult to work with and the list goes on yada 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 but if you don't do those things then you'll never get the visibility that you deserve I, I agree and if I just go back to the analogy that I was using all the 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 picture I was trying to paint. I left off where it was the black man and being able to relate to the white man based on sex. And then we have the white female who is then able to relate to that same white man based on race. 
Right. Whereas with a black woman now, there is nothing for us to relate to that white man on, neither race right. or sex, yes. sexual identity. And so it makes it super hard, super difficult. So when black men talk about it's harder for them than it is the black woman. I do understand on some levels that they're talking about how the black man is sometimes feared by the white man in terms of dominance and alpha males and all of that. Mm, Okay, that's fine. But there are ways and means in which you can adapt to manoeuvre, but you can have a connectivity based on sexual identity, whereas when it comes to black women, we're out. This is where we are invisible because we are not visible either from a a sexual identity perspective or from um, a race perspective. And that's where we have our challenges. Yeah. Do you think also that that is its own element of sexism? Because the struggle of the black man is very, it's very publicized. People are aware of the struggles that black men face, whereas the struggles that black women face are not publicized. They're largely ignored. That in and of itself carries its own element of sexism. Aside from the fact that, you know, we were enduring the same struggles that the men face and our own specific struggles, right? Of having our children ripped away, having to be the breadwinners for the family and still being ignored and marginalized is just an extension of the sexism that exists. So if if feminism... It's not if. Feminism is about equal rights. Where does the whole argument come into play that men and women are not equal? What are your thoughts on that? Where does that argument come into play? When we talk about feminism being about equal rights, there is this whole view. And we're not, obviously, men are men, women are women. Then there is this whole... We're not saying that there are biological differences, right? That doesn't mean that... The fact that we are different equates to one being better or worse, just different. Go ahead. And I, Sorry. And I, no, no, no. And I, and, I, and I agree with that, but I'm just playing devil's advocate in yeah. the sense that, you know, if we look at the historic uh, family unit and what that looked like in previous social structures, when you look at that, then... One of the things that potentially I think some people may struggle with is how can one have equal rights in that family structure? And does that have anything to do? And then, sorry, then my other question is, does that have anything to do with feminism being something that can emasculate men? Okay, so to your first question, right? I think if you, and I think you're talking about what people would consider primitive societies, right? And the stru- the family structures that you see there, is that what you meant in terms of, or looking at historic family structures, even within the United States, within, you know, where it was very, the woman stays at home, barefoot and pregnant type thing, and the man is the breadwinner. Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah, and okay, so, the United States, right? That was just... No, right, exactly. That's Western society in general. Sorry, I think you'd find that in Africa too, right? So I just don't think it's Western... Okay, but so that's going to be my point, right? Because in Africa, you will see that there are a myriad of family structures, right? Because within Africa, you also find very matriarchal societies where the women are the breadwinners. They have multiple partners, 
right? And you find that throughout the world where people are much more free. You don't necessarily have marriage for life. People are not monogamous. So you see a myriad of family structures that exist outside of this Western ideal, right? And so people choose the, what they want to highlight to prove their point, right? That's the first thing, right? And I think a big part of that is because of the misunderstanding that people have around what feminism is. And I also think a big part of that is because white women are happy to trade off their role within white society to maintain their white privilege, right? I think if if white feminists were actually out for equal rights for all women, everyone wouldn't have everyone. 54% of white women voting for Trump in 2016, but we would also a much better understanding and implementation of what gender equality looks like, right? And we don't see that because white women are happy to trade off and utilize what's most convenient at the time. So if they need to play on sexism to get what they need to get, and I this probably sounds harsh, but you know, if you're gonna vote for Donald Trump and then cry about having, you know, abortion. Uh, by and large, being illegal in several states now, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You have to face the reality of your part in manifesting this situation, right? So until white women are clear about what feminism is and what is really important to them, it's going to be a difficult uphill slog. And what are your thoughts then in terms of my second point which was it was related and unrelated both at the same time which is typical ericarism around the fact that you know the fact that we as black women have had to with the breakdown of our family unit within um society in terms of non-representation of and i hesitate to say this because i know that there are a lot of black men out there who have been great fathers to their children and have been present in their life. I, for one, have um, benefited from growing up with, living with, and still having my father in my life, and so have you. And so we don't necessarily represent, our stories don't necessarily represent um, what is deemed to be the norm, especially for kids who were grown up in the uh, maybe the seventies, eighties, and nineties, but I do also recognise. I want to say that there are a lot of wonderful black fathers out there, so this is not a dig um, at them. But there is a perception out there that there is a lot of black women um, who have had to be the only parent in the household, and therefore, in that, that has meant that they have sometimes had to step into masculine defined roles and that has sometimes deemed us to be feminists but also sometimes just deemed us to be feminists to have had to perform some of those traditionally labeled masculine roles which has therefore sometimes tarnished black women in terms of um them then emasculating men and that's why sometimes it's very difficult for them to find partners etc what has all that got to do with feminism gail okay so first 
first part first, let me just say that um, absolutely right. Big props to black men who have been there for their families and also an acknowledgement that uh, there are a lot, there are a lot more black single mothers than there are anybody else in terms of ratios and proportions. Right. And that is because as well-intentioned as black men may be one in four black men in America will spend some time in jail or prison, right? That's 25% of the black male population, right? So we have to acknowledge that yes, black men are not there as part of the family structure as they should be. And that's something that we need to address within the black community, but we also have to look at the systemic reasons why that happens. And that is a legacy of slavery by and large, right? And so breaking up the black family unit is an integral part of making sure that you maintain the mental slavery of the population, right? And you also keep them at a level where it is very difficult to succeed when black women have to do everything on their own. Um, So that was the first point. So I just wanted to say, yeah, you know, I don't think you need to apologize for correctly acknowledging that there is a difference there. And that difference is by design. And what was your next question? <laughs> there was a lot, right? There was a lot. Um, and then my next question was more, it, it was in relation to the fact that these women have had to step into um, right. certain roles and then therefore, and then sometimes they are also deemed as... Um, masculine anyway like the, the role that we had play right. yeah have been, but then also yeah. emasculating men in their life right. as well that could also lead to people being single and i was just trying to have a discussion around how does feminism all play into that yeah i mean i i think that goes back to your previous point about it being challenging to the patriarchy right people don't like change men and women, right? And I think even within the white community, you saw that after the Vietnam War, even after like World War II, any major war really, where you had lots of men being sent away or lots of men heading out to war, the women traditionally picked up the slack and they stepped into roles that were much, what were deemed to be masculine roles, right? And I think the 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 argument behind feminism at least from my perspective is that people should be free to make the choices that they want to make but they should be acknowledged for the work that they do or the choices that they have made regardless of their gender and so yes black women we have always traditionally we've had to step into these roles but we're not we're still not getting the recognition we're not getting the compensation right even though we will perform these roles in a way that is just as effective as any man right our skills are still going to be undermined and i also want to make clear as well that i think there are biological differences between the sexes, right? Men are men and women are women. And that doesn't mean that we are not individuals who are free to choose our own lives, Mm. right? And at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people get hung up on labels and 
you know, gender identity. And I think the point of feminism and civil rights in general is get to that next phase where we are evolved enough to see people as individuals, right? And to see, to respect people's individual choices in terms of the way that they live their lives. Some women choose to lead a more traditional lifestyle, right? What we would consider traditional, the Western tradition of the women staying home, raising the children, cooking the food, doing the laundry, right? And if that works for their family unit, then we, you know, no one who is a feminist should look down on that woman for making those choices, just as that woman shouldn't then feel that her choice is superior to a woman who then goes out to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, right? To support her family and maybe her husband stays home. Maybe she has, you know, she can bring in help right but that is that is up to that family unit to decide what works best for them and in my mind and i i know there's so many different iterations of what feminist feminism is and what it should look like and how it should feel and who should be included and i think at the end of the day for me well virginia wolf i think it was said a feminist is any woman who's willing to tell the truth about her life right mm-hmm. and that I mean that's that sums it all up, right? Let's be honest about where we are in society and let's figure out a way where we move past this idea that everyone has to ascribe to what everybody else is doing. Agreed. So that's my take. I, I think I answered your question. I think feminism for black women is our life, right? It's right. It's our truth because we are fighting for equality on so many levels. And it is something that, like I said, it's something that we, we live and breathe. And you may not appreciate that that's what we do, but we do, right? We, we tell our truth like it is, like, as you said by Virginia Woolf, right? We're always fighting for equality. I know for sure that, I was brought up and always believed that I could do and be as good as any other person, predominantly men, to be fair. And I think I, that's the tomboy in me. But I was, and I also grew up in a time whereby, you know, I was obviously born in the UK, but Margaret Thatcher might not agree with her politics, but Margaret Thatcher was the prime minister. The queen right. is the queen of England, right? So I grew up in a time where women were even though it was in the the late 70s and early 80s my first um viewpoint of people in power there were women there right even though there were there were white women there were women there and so I think it's also very interesting that as black women we will recognize another woman regardless of ethnicity and that's very right. interesting. And we will we we will recognize their value, regardless of ethnicity. Just like I've said, I recognized Margaret Thatcher as a woman and what she was doing. I recognized um, the Queen. Or I know she's the Queen, but still, she's yeah. been doing her thing for however many years, and she's right. still in a place of power. And she's doing it all. Even if you take away the fact that you know maybe you're not a royalist, and you know, look at what uh, the empire looked like and the queen was the head of all of that strip all that away 
she's still a woman, right? And she's really she's doing her thing. And so was Margaret Thatcher. And so for people who were born in the 70s and seeing that, I think you I don't understand how you could not be a feminist because there was nothing else that we saw from a growing up in the UK perspective. And then as a, a black woman, that's what we saw in our community, right? It's just um all these black women who are they're working, looking after their kids, they're pivoting between um who they are at home, who they are at work. So they have been showing us what feminism looks like. They a lot of them left their homes in the Caribbean to a foreign land, left their kids, then brought their kids over here and funded that and they have been showing us what feminism looks like for a long time. And that's our mothers and our grandmothers and our yeah. our ancestors. Yeah. And so when we talk about feminism, there should be a picture of a of a, a black woman, probably from the West Indies or from Africa, who's actually that that's what it is and that's what it it looks Harry like. Tubman, perhaps. Right. Or, or the journey. Right. But I think uh, what's interesting is is that when we talk about if we just link it back to relationships that we that was our second topic right and then we talked about careers which is our third topic and now we're on our fourth topic of of feminism it's and I go back to my question around the emasculation of of men when they are dealing with strong women and let's call them strong black women and on that note and I'm going to talk about two things here so bear with me in my mind they relate and hopefully you will agree so the first thing is when we talk about emasculating of men that is not our intention and so I think it's quite interesting that that's being put on a woman not to cut you but I'm gonna no, cut you please I don't think emasculation is something that women do to men right that's something that men do to themselves. This that is, is their perception yeah. themselves is diminished in some way yes. because they've been threatened by the qualities that a woman possesses, right? Agreed. So Agreed. I don't think we can say that women emasculate men. Men emasculate themselves. Uh, agreed. And that is exactly where I was going. This is why we've been friends for so long. This is exactly <laughs> where I was going, is the fact that, you know, but we hear that a lot in especially in the black community and about black women and and where you were just then is exactly where I was trying to get to, which is we need to stop saying that because it's not about the woman, right? It's the man and how they feel about themselves. And then the other thing is when we talk about strong black women, it was interesting. I saw something on Instagram where a woman somebody said we should stop saying strong black women because that is it's not a fallacy it's it's true we are strong black women but then that's why we are sometimes looked upon in terms of the last to receive anything because oh strong black women they'll be all right they'll be fine they they don't they don't need anything and well the idea to your point that to that point the idea of the strong black women definitely it is a carrier of the, mm. the systemic racism right it yeah. enables it right because as you said that means you know it's okay for them to be ignored it's okay for them to be marginalized and also people forget that also as you said previously we, ha we didn't have a choice to be strong right this was this strength is about survival for us and we have never had the option 
of not being strong because the the entire black community would be destroyed. Right? Yeah. yeah. We are the gatekeepers of the future. Of the so, culture. Of the of the culture and of the future. Right? Yeah. There are no there are no more black men without black women. Yeah. And that's just biology. And so it was never an option for us, right? Of course, we we would love to have had that option, but it wasn't available for us. And so this idea that we are strong and we can take it, so they don't really need any attention in the way that the fragile, delicate white woman does. Right, the flower. Perpetuate these racist ideas, and it's very harmful to us. So yeah, whoever wrote that Instagram post is spot on. Like how we're talking about feminism, what should feminism be for black women? Like we're in 2020 now, right? What's what's the narrative? If we want to leave ourselves with something as a takeaway, all the people who are listening to us as a takeaway from what we're discussing, Mm. what is that narrative that we now should be promoting when it comes to black women? and feminism okay so i think that black women have always been feminists as you said right you said appropriately it has been our life we have always had to fight for equality for ourselves not just on a racial level but also you know uh, as part of our gender identity and so i don't think it's the the narrative that black women are pushing that needs to change and i'm biased because i'm a black woman but i think it's the idea that white women have about what feminism is and that the broader society at large has about what feminism means right and i I think that's really what needs to change and we need to understand that with without women none of these other civil rights activities are ticking, right? Women are uh, the backbone of all of that, right? And we will continue, particularly Black women, but we will continue to be that backbone in making sure that society functions in a kind of effective way, right? As effective as our, our biased system can be, and so it's not necessarily the narrative of black women that needs to change. It's the overall narrative of what feminism should look like. And it should be inclusive. Because if we're talking about diversity and inclusion and you can't really talk about the gender. I don't understand how people can talk about the gender agenda without thinking or considering. And for it only now in 2020, for there to be a realization that when you are talking about that, you are it being you are excluding black women from that conversation and right I, it, it's amazing to me and so I think that the narrative that we can leverage is you know wherever we are in whatever spaces we are in to make sure that from a if anybody's ever talking about feminism or the gender agenda that they recognize that they are excluding and if they uh, actually, I want to put this in a, in a positive way. There has to be a recognition um, of the uh, marginalization of black women in that agenda and ways in which they can work to inc- be inclusive of black women in those arenas and also take some, some lessons from them in terms of 
you know, feminism in terms of yeah. If they're clever, they will understand that that is a, a, a really good way to leverage and promote what good feminism looks like by being inclusive and including right. black and, women. And all that. of that is going to boil down to how much they are willing to not capitalize on their white privilege, right, in a way that will make feminism be truly inclusive. Right. Because in my mind, the end goal is that we are we're we're working towards civil rights for all people. Right. Women. Right. All the marginalized communities. Right. Because there is no major civil rights movement, as I said, that exists without black women, even the LGBTQIA plus community. Right. The whole Stonewall riots were spearheaded by black trans women yeah right and so until we get to a stage where we realize that we are all connected and we are interlinked and we need to be fighting together for the betterment of society as a whole and that being an inclusive feminist is beneficial to everybody right being um in support of black lives matter is beneficial to everybody regardless of gender regardless of race right integration benefits everyone so uh, the, that needs to be the target in my mind i agree and I, but I, I agree and there's no but and there's no and i agree <laughs> <laughs> I, I i would like to say though that every black woman because this is who we are targeting this to every black woman out there who is listening to this podcast you are of immense value in your skin and in who you are and keep on doing what you do because we are amazing um as black women and it's 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 something that we are not told it's not something that is publicized it's something that we have to keep saying to each other and to ourselves to keep ourselves motivated and to keep ourselves you know going but in true feminism style I just think it's very important to do you be happy for you because until you can do all of those things you can't be anything else for anyone else um until you are truly happy within yourself thank you for that I mean, I, you know, as a black woman who heard that, uh, that is always nice to hear. And we always need that reminder, as you said, and that's a really beautiful way to wrap up today. So thank you. And thank you guys for joining us. And we hope you'll join us again next time. Hello. Peace and blessings. Take care.